This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. A bill has been filed this week in the Alabama House that would criminalize abortion. State Representative Ernie Yarbrough is the one who offered HB 554. It's also titled the Equal Protection Act. The bill would label abortion as murder and provide equal protection of the law for pre-born children in the same way that it is offered to, to children that have been born. The bill has four co-sponsors, State Representatives Ben Harrison, Mac Butler, Mark Gidley, and Richie Wharton. Yarbrough says that it's time for the state law of Alabama to reflect what the majority of Alabamians believe, that abortion is murder. The bill is currently assigned to the House Judiciary Committee. Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall was in Washington, D.C. this week to urge Congress to take action to limit ESG policies from being implemented within corporations that have a fiduciary responsibility to their investors. Alabama Congressman Gary Palmer is part of the House Oversight Committee, and he expressed his concerns further with how ESG being implemented here in the U.S. is a way to help China gain further control over the economy as well as its ultimate goal of world domination. And what we're seeing with ESG, the uh, driven investments, I think is is not only uh, a threat to our economy, it's a threat to our food supply in many respects, but it's also uh, a huge help to China. Uh, I I made this point uh, this morning in a speech that I gave that uh, this headlong rush to renewables that Europe engaged in Uh, created the energy crisis, not the war in Ukraine. Uh, The war in Ukraine exposed it. And if if they were to go 100% renewable, they would no longer be reliant on Russia or the United States or anybody else for natural gas, but they'll be reliant on China. And that's one of the big concerns that I have about this big push to ESG is how this empowers China. Would you agree with that? I do agree with that. And interesting, if you look at the history of energy transformation in our country, it's been driven by two sources one of which is economic, and the other is through technology. And it's usually taken a century or more for that to be able to take place. The current change is not driven by any action that this body has taken, but instead it's by global elites who believe there ought to be global energy policy. Not Congress acting, not those that are accountable to the people, but in fact it is those outside of of our country dictating what our policy should be. And it is benefiting China, who, by the way, is not uh, as tied into the Paris Accord uh, as many of our developed countries are. And it gives them an unfair competitive advantage over American companies as well by access to cheap energy. Well, as I've pointed out uh, in another hearing, uh, China's objective is not to save the planet from climate change. China's objective is to rule the planet as the world's sole superpower. And they want to do that by 2049. An extradition from the country of Peru is going to involve Alabama soon. The Peruvian government has given the go-ahead for Dutch citizen Joran Vandersloot to be tried for extortion related to the 2005 murder of Alabama high school student Natalie Holloway. The announcement from the government came on Wednesday of this week. 18-year-old Natalie was last seen in the company of Vandersloot at a nightclub in Aruba. She was there on a high school graduation trip. Vandersloot has remained the prime suspect in Natalie's disappearance and death, although her body has never been found. Vandersloot is charged with trying to extort the Holloway family back in 2010 by promising to lead them to their daughter's body for money. Since then, Vandersloot has been serving time in a Peruvian prison for another murder, of a 21-year-old woman, Stephanie Flores. Charges have been issued against a 33-year-old Houston County man for the murder of a pregnant 19-year-old from Florida. 
Anastasia Gilly went missing on May 3rd from her home in Jackson County. Her body was found on May 10th in Dothan. Now Marquise McLeod is charged with killing Gilly during a kidnapping. The Houston, Henry, and Jackson County authorities have been actively investigating this case for the past 10 days. Investigators established that the two had some form of contact with each other, as well as the fact that McLeod has a past criminal history. An autopsy will be performed to confirm the identity of the body that was found by police. Houston County Sheriff Donald Valenza did say that the clothes and jewelry that were found at the scene where the body was are also consistent with belonging to Gilly. An officer with the Mobile Port Authority has died after plunging into the Mobile River in a truck that occurred on Thursday morning. The identity of the driver is Kimberly Sikafus. The incident occurred at 2.30 a.m. The truck was recovered by 8 a.m. Divers had to be sent in to the river after that to search for Sikafus's body. Peloton is recalling 2.2 million of their exercise bikes and asking owners to stop use immediately. The recall has to do with faulty seats that can break during use and cause the rider to fall and get injured. There have been 35 reports of these seats detaching from the frame. The bikes were sold between January 2018 and May 2023. Peloton will arrange for repairs to be made to consumers who contact them by phone or website. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, Texas Governor Greg Abbott has deployed thousands of soldiers and airmen and Texas National Guardsmen to the Texas border since Title 42 has come to an end. Brigadier General Matt Barker of Operation Lone Star had several busloads of soldiers brought in this past Thursday. The latest batch had on riot gear. Barker says the soldiers are there to support the Texas Department of Public Safety. Texas Governor Greg Abbott says his state is deploying trained soldiers to take real action rather than the U.S. troops that were deployed by Joe Biden, who will be taking over paperwork for the federal immigration agencies. The Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, held a press conference on Thursday about the new rules that they'll be putting in place regarding asylum seekers now that Title 42 is over. Starting at midnight, people who arrive at our southern border will be subject to our immigration enforcement authorities under Title 8 of the United States Code. Here is what that means. If anyone arrives at our southern border after midnight tonight, they will be presumed ineligible for asylum and subject to steeper consequences for unlawful entry, including a minimum five-year ban on re-entry and potential criminal prosecution. The transition to Title VIII processing will be swift and immediate. Mayorkas concluded that it is essential for all local, state, and federal law enforcement agencies to work as one team in addressing this issue at the border. While Mayorkas was saying all of these things at the press conference, the Border Patrol union leaders were taking to social media to completely counter Mayorkas' words. The Border Patrol Twitter account posted a fact check of Mayorkas' press conference saying that Title VIII does not equal removal from the U.S., it equals release. Then the union leaders posted statistics from the past two months saying that no more than 42% of those arrested at the border were actually held for imminent removal or release. The rest were immediately released into the U.S. And in April, no more than 31% were held. The rest were released. The Twitter post goes on to say that anybody dumb enough to believe the lies from the Biden White House about the border needs to seek help immediately and stop being manipulated by the White House and their mainstream media lapdogs. 
There was a town hall with Donald Trump that was held on CNN on Thursday night. Trump and a single CNN journalist, Caitlin Collins, took the stage with an audience of average Americans that were brought in. The Nielsen ratings numbers have now been released from that event, and Trump pulled in 3.12 million viewers at that 8 p.m. time slot. Fox News was still in a slump after firing Tucker Carlson a few weeks ago. They only had 1.4 million viewers with MSNBC coming in at 1.3. The demographic of 25 to 54-year-olds comprised about 700,000 of those who tuned in to watch Trump. These numbers are five times the number of viewers that normally tune in to CNN at that time and day of the week. Florida Republican Congressman Matt Gates has found a bipartisan issue that even the most radical of Democrat liberals can get behind. Gates is joining forces with New York Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Illinois Congressman Raja Krishnamori to offer a bill that prohibits members of Congress from engaging in stock owning and trading. This is what has made millionaires out of a lot of the congressmen in the past. Here is Gates and Krishnamori. Krishnamori talking about it on NBC News. $788 million of securities were traded by members of Congress last year. About one in every four members of Congress are involved in these disclosed trades. We don't think they should be allowed. And there are particular sectors of the economy that seem to have a lot of interest from members of Congress trading energy, high tech, healthcare, defense, the very industries that we have a great ability to impact. Quite frankly, when I tell my constituents that you are allowed to do that now, uh, they can't believe it. They thought that it was illegal yesterday. And so the fact that it's not um, is anathema to everything they believe. And they think that you should be serving them, not your stock portfolio. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure and check out 1819 News, the podcast, as host Brian Dawson sits down with John Croyle, who talks about the Big Oak Ranch and what it's been doing in the lives of many children. God's a big God, and um, you can't hide something if it's right. Yeah. You can't hide something if it's wrong. Yeah. And think about it. Uh, we used to would hire staff, and I had about four kids I really trusted and whenever we'd get ready to hire somebody, I'd bring them in, let these kids meet them. Just, you know, the the, the guy yeah. applying for a job didn't know, but the kids knew. And uh, I'd say, uh, well, here, there's here's Tom Larry, Billy Stanley. And uh, then he would leave, and I'd say, what do y'all think? One of the boys looks at me, where'd you find that fool? <laughs> <laughs> so they have a scanner. Yeah. They can spot BS a mile away. And uh, that's one of the things about people will come and they'll meet one of our children. Oh, you're such a cute little baby. And I, the kids will turn and look at me and go, and just roll their eyes. Yeah. Like, I'm not some little pet that's in yeah. a puppy shop. Yeah. And uh, they, they spot them. But they also spot when someone comes in and says, hey, how you doing? I'm here for the long haul. We've had, as I mentioned, well over 2,000 kids. All 2,000 plus kids have heard the same four promises. And uh, we we did this 50 years ago. I love you. I'll never lie to you. I'll stick with you till you're grown. And there's boundaries. Don't cross them. Mm. And you get emotional support, truth, security, discipline. And my wife's got a great line. And it is discipline is the truest form of love. You can find more of that podcast at 1819news.com under the podcast tab. If you are enjoying the daily detail and want to make sure the reports come up easily on your electronic device, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of the daily detail on whatever podcasting app you've been using to listen. That could be Spotify, 
Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other podcasting apps. You can also get the word out about The Daily Detail by sending a link to a friend or dropping me a five-star rating. I surely do appreciate it. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again on Monday. Until then, have a wonderful weekend. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 